so much for listening to another episode of Guidance with Grace. I'm Grace, and this week we're talking about weight loss or fat loss, however you want to put it, um, and whether or not cardio or like doing weights is going to be the best approach. And I am sitting next to Don Hawkins Smith. Hey. Hey, I love saying your last name. <laughs> I like so your, fun. I like the slayer you add to my last name. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun to say. Um, so we are going to chat about just kind of starting out with kind of the four major things that are affecting like big factors that affect your weight loss or if you're going to, you know, lose fat or whatever, because it's kind of the same thing a little bit. So your diet, your exercise, stress, and even possible medications that you're on. Exactly. Yep. Different uh, diseases you might have and how that affects uh, your ability to lose weight. Mm-hmm. So the small, the big, yeah, like things that you don't even realize, but stress is well, definitely, yeah. I mean, diet and exercise, those are the two that everybody probably right. already had in their mind when they were like, Oh, that's the topic they're going to talk on. And then when we say, you know, stress and prescriptions and, and medications, you're like, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. yeah. I, I do yep. need to get my stress in check or, yeah. um, you know, different medications you might be taking. So with those things in mind, I do want to share something that one of my students said to me recently, uh, because she was talking about, she was like, Oh, like when I, when I lift weights, all I do is get bigger, but I don't necessarily like cut, get cut and get like lean yeah. and yeah. get that like toned effect that people like to look for. Um, and what I was trying to describe to her is that, First of all, toned is really just building muscle. Tone isn't really like the greatest description for muscles. Um, it's really just building muscle, making them bigger in a way. But then also talking about the balance in your diet and also your exercise. Because she was like, right. if I just lift, I get bigger. But if I do a lot of cardio, I notice that I lose more weight. Well, everybody's a little different. And how are you approaching your cardio and your weights? So that's what we're going to break down today. Yeah. Let's start out with weights. Sure. Especially for females who are like, oh, all I do is get big or I don't want to get big. Right. Why would somebody feel like they're getting big, Don? Break it so, down. Break it down. <laughs> so, yes, her when she's adding those weights in, her um, – her muscle fibers, they're growing, you know, I mean, they're getting bigger, they're adapting to the exercise that she's doing, but she might not be doing, you know, as far as what she needs to do as, you know, with her diet or her cardiovascular exercise to be getting rid of the fat. So muscle and fat are two different things. Um, They both grow and shrink, but they are, they're separate. So if you think of somebody who's like, well, I don't know why I don't have washboard abs. I do a thousand sit-ups every single night before bed. And it's like, well, that's great. You probably have like one small little area of your core that's strong there's strength there for you to be able to do a thousand sit-ups but there's fat on top of that Mm -hmm. um you are in a way with an increase in your physical activity and your increase in metabolic activity you are burning a little bit more but when you really kind of break it down you have to add in the diet the cardio it's got to be all there along with the weights Mm -hmm. um so also, you know, what you were talking about, like with your weights, how you do it, you know, weight versus reps, and all of that is really based on what your goals are. Um, do you want to, if your goal is weight loss, and again, you kind of have to pick one. Do you want to build muscle or do you want to lose weight? It's hard to do. You can't do both. It's hard to do both. Yeah, very hard. You are hard. going to be building muscle if you do cardio resistance training, but it's not going to be like that. 
huge increase in muscle size that you're looking for. You're going to get stronger for sure. If you're starting from nothing, especially you're going to get stronger. Um, but really, you know, it's very, very hard, especially if you're losing weight and especially if you're focusing on your diet and you're kind of restricting calories and restricting some nutrients at different times of the day, you really have to focus on what that goal is mm -hmm. because if it's to grow muscle, you need more food. If it's to really actually kind of get that cut look that you're looking for, you're really going to have to be strict with your diet. Mm -hmm. So it all plays together. Right. And it does. And I think <coughs> one thing to think about when you're talking about, should I do weights or should I do more cardio? Pick one first because both are fine and both are good to do, but maybe pick more of a focus. Mm -hmm. And then once you get closer to your goal, start getting cut or right. something like yeah. that. You yeah. know, it kind of depends on uh, well, what you have time for, what your abilities are. When you think of like health reasons as well, I mean, it's important to exercise your heart to get cardiovascular, so you know, healthy. to make sure that your heart is healthy. Um, so when you're really focusing on weight training and building that muscle, you still do need to get in that little bit, which you might be getting. I mean, when you're working out, you're working your heart, but it's just in a different aspect. Mm -hmm. So yeah. you might throw in some more circuit style training. Um, to get in that more cardiovascular uh, exercise that we're looking for mm -hmm. versus just going for a run or high intensity, uh, you know, sprints on the treadmill, something like that. Yeah, it is really important to keep your heart healthy. So with that in mind, oh, wait, no, let's talk about rest. Oh, so yeah. So if you have actual weights in your Breaks. hands and you're lifting weights, should you rest a long time? What's the effect of that? And then short rest, what's the effect of short rest? Is one going to be better? Because a lot right. of people are going to ask. Mm -hmm. And again, it all goes back to goals. So what would exactly. be the result? Rest long or rest short? And again, you just said it. It depends on your goals. Mm -hmm. If your goal is to build muscle, you're going to want longer breaks because you're using different energy systems that require um, muscle fiber cells that are going to be being fatigued you know, mm -hmm. very easily by those heavier lifts that you're going to need to do. Mm -hmm. So when you are getting the, you know, using those different energy systems, they need more rest. When you're using those different muscle fiber types, they need more rest to recover. So if you're really focusing on lots of strength gains, you're looking at a long rest period between lifts. Right. For sure. Now, if you are going for power, speed training, things like that, um, I shouldn't say power. I don't want to think of power in the sense of like an Olympic lift. I'm thinking of power in the sense of um, explosive, you know, a box jump, a vertical jump, um, mm -hmm. something like that, where it's more cardio based um, versus skill based. Kettlebell swings. Yeah, kettlebell yeah. swings. You can go for a 30 to 60 second rest um, mm -hmm. and kind of let those muscles, you're letting those oxidative muscles kind of, or muscle fibers um, rest, but they don't need as much. Mm-hmm. And then if you're training to become faster, so say you're doing sprints on the treadmill, you're looking at a one-to-one -one or one-to-half work-to-rest ratio. So if that's a 30-second sprint, 30 seconds off. Mm -hmm. If you do a 60-second sprint, you can do a 60 seconds of rest, or you can even do 30 seconds, and that's going to be really difficult, too, and really stressing um, those fibers as well to get that, you know, to increase that uh, cardiovascular fitness mm -hmm. and your yeah, lactate. Good breakdown. And your lactate threshold, but we don't need to get into that. Big words. <laughs> <laughs> All right. get your book out yeah. and turn to page. <laughs> right. All right. So, okay. So that's weights. 
and rest now right and west <laughs> rest you know because yeah rest yeah it's it'll important. shift into cardio too it's really important and a lot of people just want to go 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 through their workouts especially mm-hmm. when they're you know in their gym and they might be in a hurry but really if you want to see some of those um, and that's why some, you know, lifters, they just take a long time to finish their workouts because most of it's rest. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, and your muscles need a lot longer to recover if you are um, doing a heavier lift right. as opposed to the cardio. It's quicker to recover. Right. So speaking of cardio, we've got some different options for ways to approach cardio. We've got intervals. We've got steady state cardio where your mm-hmm. heart rate really doesn't change. And then you have the heart rate aspect in general. So you've got... If your heart rate is getting like super high or if it's not getting high enough, some of the results can kind of, you know, your results are going to be based on whether or not your heart rate's getting high and how quickly it recovers as well is definitely another thing. Like as you become more fit, you're going to notice that it's easier to breathe. And Mm -hmm. then that also usually translate with progress if you're trying to lose weight or something like that. It all kind of starts to happen at once. So speaking of intervals, we have mentioned interval training pretty often. Mm -hmm. And one of our first few, those are so funny to listen to. One of the first few was all about HIIT training for beginners. I think it was like the second or third episode we've ever done. Yeah. And um, we talked about HIIT training because HIIT training is really common and it can definitely help with weight loss. So if you want to listen more about that, definitely go back and listen to that episode. Mm -hmm. But basically, it's about having a short workout overall. You're not going to be doing HIIT for an hour. Mm -mm. Usually, you're doing it for maybe 25, 30 minutes. And that can have the result of doing an hour's long worth of cardio. Right. Calorically, like if we're talking caloric Right, exactly, exactly, which a lot of us think about calories probably too much. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Thinking about the science side of it, what's your heart doing? So uh, can you break down for us the differences between like heart rate for a prolonged period of time, kind of just at that steady state, which is what we call in the science world of exercise, or if your heart rate's going up and down? Right. So with... um, I'll start with intervals because I kind of just talked a little bit about those as well. Mm-hmm. Um, those are, you know, increasing your heart rate, um, increasing, you know, caloric burn because we really need that energy and we're using that energy quickly. Um, so, again, we're not going to be able to do these intervals of this uh, high intensity training for long because we're burning that energy so fast and we're not really giving ourselves a lot of time to rest and recover and um, recoup that energy. And sometimes um, these are hard, harder workouts to like take like an intro workout carbohydrate source, like a sports drink or something like that, mm-hmm. um, because they're so high intensity. A lot of people, their stomachs don't agree with it mm-hmm. because the blood flows other places in your body, not in your stomach to help digest. Right. So just sloshing around if you drink yeah, too much oh, the sports awful. drinks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when we think of that, we want to keep it slow or short because you've probably taken in some form of carbohydrate before your workout, whether it was food or a pre-workout type of thing. And that's the energy where you, you know, those are the carbohydrates that we're using for fuel right away. Um, so those are going to be really, really good for increase, you know, helping increase your cardiovascular fitness. Um, because that's, that's exactly what they're kind of for. They're to be able to push your body a little bit harder, a little bit faster, a little bit longer each time so that when you come back next week and recover or, you know, in a few days, you can do a little bit more or, you know, our body's adapting. When we talk about steady state cardio, these are really good um, 
exercise, you know, this might be you being on the treadmill for 45 to 60 minutes at a, you know, one, you know, six miles an hour for the mm -hmm. whole time or whatever you're comfortable. So when I think of steady state, I think of just that comfortable pace that you can keep for a, a while. Mm -hmm. um, it's not necessarily has to be hard, um, but by the end of it, you're like, all right, I'm, I'm good. I'm done. I don't want to do five more minutes. Um, mm -hmm. And that's the energy that you have, and that's the energy expenditure that you have. And that's what it should be, because sometimes people do steady state, but it's only like 20 minutes or 15 minutes. Like, it's not... Yeah. I'm not going to say it's not long enough, you but sometimes... You want definitely be above 30 minutes. Right, and that's why like they recommend state. that 30 minutes a day. Yeah. Because 30 minutes a day is usually what people are going to mm -hmm. be able to have time for, and then that steady state is also what people usually do. Right. So if you Getting have 30 minutes that. and you want to do more within that 30 minutes, you could do the intervals that you were just talking about. Yep. Yeah, definitely. But steady state is something that can be and kind of should be maintained for a little right. longer than that. Right. And so what's doing, what's happening is, you know, you're walking, you know, you're walking on the treadmill as a warm up, maybe at like three miles an hour. Um, and your heart rate has elevated from resting, you know, it's overcome that. Well, then we take it up, let's say 5.8, six miles an hour, whatever's a comfortable speed. It's going to, that's a run for me. It's going <laughs> to <laughs> like, I'm running at that Five. point. Yeah. 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 I want you to run like, okay. but it's a comfortable run. It's something that you can, you're running, you're making the running motion, Okay. I see. but it's something comfortable. Uh -huh. So usually somewhere between five and six, so some people can most people okay. can find that comfortable spot where they're right. just like, I just want to make sure I'm on the like, same page all right, if I'm Talk on a treadmill if I'm on a treadmill yeah running we, so we've <laughs> gone from walking to running if I'm on a treadmill I can put on you know watch a show on my iPad and just kind of zone out and keep up with that pace or if you know if I'm running out on a trail I can just kind of keep that pace for a while so we've come up you know our body has come up our heart rate has come up and you know it's overcome that new mm -hmm. resistance that's there, that's there but it's not resting mm -hmm. but it's definitely not the up down up, it's kind down, of maintained up, yeah exactly yeah. throughout that whole time so that's really good for our heart because it's able to adapt to that stress that's on it because obviously i mean yeah it seems easy of a jog but it's still stressing our heart it's still above our resting um, heart rate and so when we're at that level and we can maintain it our heart's getting stronger because we're at that, you know, comfortable mm -hmm. level of uncomfortableness. Right. <laughs> it's kind of like what we've mentioned prior in prior episodes where um, because your body is under that type of stress, mm -hmm. it can handle stress exactly. later on. So yeah. that's how you get quote unquote fit is by putting your body under that stress yep. so that things end up getting easier. People always notice things like I have to walk further. If I park further, if I have to take the stairs, those get easier if I've been doing mm -hmm. some sort of cardio regularly. Right. And that's just because you've been putting your heart under that stress. So now it has kind of that higher tolerance, exactly. right? Exactly. And those are really good. That's better. Like normal terms and sciencey terms. No, it's good. It's good to have both. No, that's what you, yeah, yeah. I was going to say. That's we need both. But your heart rate yeah. is very, especially when you're getting into that, like, moderate intensity, you want to make sure that your heart rate is elevated because you don't want to be, if it's too low, you're not getting the benefits. Right. Um, if I would just stay and just walk, I mean, yeah, it's better than sitting, but I'm not going to mm -hmm. see gains. Right. And when I say gains, I really mean uh, gains in your ability, your metabolic uh, activity, where you're going to be burning calories right losing weight. i think the common thing that people 
here is like if you can hold a full conversation if you're walking you're probably not working mm-hmm. quote unquote hard enough because yeah you should be a little breathy right it should be uh, maybe you know yeah. spitting a little bit because you're you know <laughs> trying to breathe trying to breathe trying to walk <laughs> trying to walk <laughs> yeah so it's fine if you can talk but you know breathy is a good way to put it yeah so which one do you pick if you want to lose weight or if you're trying to you know, burn a little bit more fat. What do you do? I would add both. Me too. Yeah. How would you add both? Uh, split it different days. Um, the way, honestly, if I was really recommending it to a person, I would say on the, if they wanted to do a, uh, more of like a steady state or like an easier cardio, depending on how much time they have, I might pair a cardio day if I needed to with like upper body exercises. So mm-hmm. if we're going to do weight exercises, um, because again, the lower body is going to be getting that work from from the run, you know, slightly. Um, I would also do uh, circuit t- circuit style, heavy circuit style training, mm-hmm. um, like what the workout you did yesterday. I did it this morning. That mm-hmm. was heavy circuit style training. Um, that was a good one. I'm sore. I know. I needed to do it this morning before you came in and told me how sore you were, <laughs> because Mandy was sore also, and I'm like. I'm not going to want to do this if yeah. Grace is really sore. <laughs> I'm sore in weird spots. But, yeah, it's, it's all good stuff because yeah, – and, I mean, your heart rate stayed – I mean, my mm-hmm. heart rate stayed pretty high. It didn't take me very long, maybe 35 minutes or so I got through that workout. Yeah. Um, it didn't take me very long at all, but my heart rate was elevated, and I worked – you know, it was pretty full body. Mm-hmm. Upper, lower core was in there as well. Yeah. So. I think I would definitely say what you're talking about with kind of doing both – because you don't want to just do one, mm-hmm. kind of like what we were talking about. Keeping your heart healthy yeah. is so important outside of the benefits of weight loss, looking good, toning those right. muscles. Well, and I mean, you're going to help if you add in strength training, you're increasing muscle fiber size and you want, they're going to be more metabolically active. So they're going to be burning more calories, more muscle burns more calories. Mm-hmm. So you're going to be just kind of jumpstarting that that now you're not going to be you know when we say re- cardio resistance we're not training for max deadlifts or anything like that you know mm-hmm. where we could no. possibly someday once we switch our goals but we're really just kind of trying to be a stronger better person uh, functionally mm-hmm. yeah circuit training is a really great way to kind of incorporate both at once and then mm-hmm. you can also have your days where you are just lifting and then the next day you just do cardio and whether it's steady state or whether exactly. it's intervals I think mixing it up is important mm-hmm. and I think that's where a lot of people also see the most results yep. because they're not focusing or obsessing over one thing yeah and so their body's it's, kind of working yeah. together to create the result that they're hoping to get it's but they don't so even realize hard. they're actually working toward it's so hard to uh, you know if you're if you have somebody who's like I'm gonna run this many miles every single day wait and see you know without mixing it up they're just going to go for a two mile run every single day Mm -hmm. you know not going to try to run faster not going to do intervals not going to change the distance they're going to get really bored Mm -hmm. with that two miles pretty quickly that's usually Um, why it doesn't last yeah because you're not mixing it up yep whether or not you realize you guys need variety we all do Mm -hmm. even in our diet which we've talked about before but also in exercise if you do the same thing every day Okay, maybe it lasts for six, eight months, but then something Ooh, happens. You know, I, I mean, I know some people who are like, oh, I've been doing this for like a whole year, man. Yeah. It totally works for me. And I'm yeah. like, but you still haven't lost the weight or you still haven't gained the muscle You're or whatever. You're not looking forward to your workouts. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, well, d- is it really working for you? 
kind of keep those goals in check. And we're always talking about goal setting and it's definitely important. Goals change, goals evolve, and that's okay even if it you maybe feel like you didn't necessarily accomplish the goals, mm-hmm. but maybe that was too big of a goal. Like yeah, maybe I mean you need to kind of scale it back or be more yeah. specific. Or just change it around. Say that you're trying to put an hour of cardio in a day that is your busiest day. Mm-hmm. Maybe just switch it up the week. Throw that on another day. Throw a you know, 20, 30-minute hit workout onto that day. And just, you know, your goal might still be the same. It's just change your schedule. Make it work for you better. Yeah. Work better for you. Right. Cardio versus weights. It really shouldn't be versus. It should be plus. Yeah. It should be cardio and weights. I think that's kind of a good <laughs> right <laughs> go on and on and on <laughs> and diet and flexibility right. and water it's gotta be and oh sleep. my gosh yes and water <laughs> right? sleep i mean there's so many i don't know what so sleep many, is anymore yeah so. right no yeah <laughs> not with a little one-year-old um yeah so but if you're looking for weight loss these are some things to consider i think from both of us we would fully recommend doing both but your approach can be your own. It really is just, sh- it should be what is realistic for you, what you have time for, what your abilities are. Because if you only have time to work out on your lunch and you still need to eat, you know, making sure that it makes sense for you. Don't skip your food to work out. That's usually doesn't end well in the long run. Yeah. So, all right. I think that's all for today. If you guys have questions, please let us know. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter, CSCC underscore CRW, and also on Facebook. Find us at CSCC College Recreation and Wellness. Definitely stop down in Delaware Hall, room 083 in the basement. And we're definitely here to help help you um, answer your questions or clarify a podcast you might have been listening to. And also, please, please subscribe, like, follow, tag all those buzzwords Mm -hmm. do it all yep we love y'all thank you for listening i'm grace and i'm dawn and we'll see you on the week